Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of It's Everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar. And it is here where we promise to bring you everything, every time, for about everybody. I, I, I'm sure we leave somebody out, but, you know, we try and do everybody out there. So welcome. It's another Sunday for you. I hope that uh, the day is going to be pleasant for you. And it can't go too bad because you're listening in to our show. And I'm going to tell you, if this is the first time you've listened in on the show, this is probably the best time for you to have chosen to do so because I have two of the, I don't know, I just love these two um, because they are a force to be reckoned with in the drag world. But beyond drag, they just have loads of talent. And we're going to talk a lot about that for each of them today. Um, I'm going to have later on the show the wonderful Latrice Royale, who if you are in San Francisco, you recently saw her as she partook in a uh, Peaches Christ um, production of, um, oh, what's that nun show? Not the Flying Nun, but the one with Whoopi Goldberg. Why am I, can you help me here? Where? Why am I, who's the Whoopi Goldberg show? I'm probably too young to know. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, now I really feel stupid that I've had a brain fart right now. But we'll, I, I'll make sure I reintroduce it. I'll ask Latrice herself about her experience <laughs> here a couple weeks ago. Um, but we're going to have her on the show later, and we're going to talk about her brand new project, which is, uh, I think people are going to be a little shocked, those who haven't heard it yet, but it's basically a standards album, uh, an EP. And I have to tell you, I love the hell out of it. It is definitely on repeat on my on my um, Spotify and all those uh, other items. So she's going to come up later. But first up, I have another guest from RuPaul's Drag Race, Race which is um, where uh, Latrice uh, made her claim to fame. Um, and um, I've met her many a times, and I have seen her perform in San Francisco a few times. And she is, we all know the singer. She When she does her shows in New York, she was, uh, hosting and, 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 you know, people, she was singing and all that kind of stuff. But it was a little different music than I think that um, people are accustomed to hearing, those who may not be intimately familiar with her, um, than is on her new album and her first full album called The Fire. And I'm not going to tell you kind of what it is. I'm going to let you hear it because I'm going to play the title track from the album. Here is... From Mimi, I'm first, and we're going to talk to her right after this. Here is her single, The Fire. Sadly, a cold wind blowing 
That is the title track of Amimi. I'm first debut full uh, debut full album. Okay, so I had a little bit of spike in my coffee this morning, but that's okay. Um, it is my birthday week, so you know, or my birthday month, really. We don't stop at a week, so I have you know probably done some stuff last night that I probably shouldn't have. But anyway, that is the fire, and I think we've got Mimi on the phone, girl. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm fine. I know you're like on the road traveling your butt off with the show. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but this album is off the chain. Thank you. you Thank you. I'm this is, this is what I'm referring this album to, and I'm the one who said it, so I'm the one who can get in trouble for it. But I said this is the album that Adore wish she would have made. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to repeat that. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat that. <laughs> it is really good. And I, I, you know, I've, I've, I'm so familiar with some of the stuff that you've done with um, the group Excel, you know, back in mm-hmm. the day a few years ago, which definitely is quite a bit different than the music on this album. Um, yes. and so I, so I, I'm assuming that this is really where your roots are. I mean, I, I really hear a lot of 70s rock in it. And um, is, is this where your roots are planted as far as the music um, uh, genre that you are most comfortable in? Yeah, I mean, you know, when I first started doing drag in New York, Mm -hmm. you know, we were performing with rock bands, you know, at parties like Area, Mm -hmm. you know, and before that there was certainly uh, Squeezebox, you know, legendary home of, you know, just crazy, crazy people came through there. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I mean, that's literally where Hedwig and Annie Ranch was literally workshopped and created. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was coming out of that scene, and that's what I was doing. 
And, um, you know, it also was the type of music I really like to listen to. Yeah, you know? yeah. I love, I love that, like, I really love, unapologetically love that kind of, like, 90s pop punk and grunge scene that was, you know, super popular in the 90s. And, you know, really hasn't, rock music really hasn't been as popular since then. So. Well, it, um, I, I'm sure it's not because there's no angst out there, because there's definitely people who've got a lot of stuff to grind out, and they can yeah. put in music, <laughs> in music. But you're right, I totally agree with you. It's like we don't kind of have that that hardcore message, like I got some shit to say and I'm going to say it in the song. You know what I mean? It's like we don't really have that much anymore. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's, it's kind of a no-brainer. I'm like, you know, I think that, I think that, you know, rock, you know, and or punk, um, music and drag go hand in hand, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. um, because drag does have something to say. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I just feel like something just kind of happened in terms of like, in terms of like, you know, both the music scene. I think it's a part of the reason why the music has changed so much is because it's a lot easier to produce dance or hip hop music from a computer right. where you're relying on synthesized sound. Right. It's right. a lot harder to create, you know, rock music. You just it's it's it requires a different right. a different set of tools. And you can you can tell and you can tell the difference when it is attempted to be done from uh, an electronic digital type of thing. You can tell. You can immediately tell i think i had this conversation um i don't know if it was with, with my producer here kenny or someone else recently about how um we've lost that whole thing about imperfection being a good thing in music where okay. you know what i'm saying where like everybody who sings now wants to make sure that's why we have auto-tune every note yep. has to be you know in in tune and every instrument um, has to be, you know, in tune. And I remember the days back, even listening to the '60s music, you know, Motown, all the all the pop stuff. Those were live musicians when they were recording, mm -hmm. and there were notes that were missed, honey, and you can hear it. I mean, I remember oh, totally. the, you know, I remember listening to the beginning of a Dionne Warwick song. And the pianist was off fucking key, and I'm like, okay, but they put this song out, but I'm, but the authenticity of it is there. When you have that digital stuff on some, on some rock music that people are trying to put out and calling it rock music, you, it's like, oh wait a minute, this, this that's not a real guitar. That's not no, a, you, uh, real drums. You right, can't. like even on even on our even on my album when we're making it, you know, there's a process of recording. This album is recorded entirely analog, and oh, wow. so. When we're recording and we're creating it, you know, we we record the drums, we record mm -hmm. the, sorry, we record the guitars and the bass first, and then we literally put a digital drum sample on it mm -hmm. just for the purpose of continuing recording the track because mm -hmm. you need you need, you need the that beat, drum yeah, you need that, yeah, you need that time. time. But the, and then when we go in and we add the actual drums, there's like the track changes, so it's crazy. But that imperfection is so important in emotion. You know, I do. Thea, I agree. Thea actually does it, I think. Like if like you we listen to how Thea records, mm -hmm. like she's crashing her voice and breaking it and it doesn't sound pretty but it works. It's it people, works. But, but we miss that. We mm -hmm. lose that. When I was um you know at the same time I was working on this album I was actually producing um with the Trees Her album mm -hmm. and that album was recorded all live in the studio. Yeah. And I had a conversation with her um, boyfriend and uh, accompanist uh, Christopher Hamlin about recording that album, and we were talking about Bette Midler in specific. 
And the thing about Bette Midler, and there was this interview that she gave, and she said, and I'll never forget it, she said, I learned a long time ago, I don't have to sing perfect for it to be right. Right, right. And you listen to Bette Midler recordings, and, like, you go back to, like, the stuff she was doing around the time of The Rose, you know, that, like, just kind of raw, raw yeah. based emotion, and she wasn't singing every note perfect, because that's not what it's about. And, um, you know, I really wanted to create an album that was real. Like, I'm so sick of this... You know, cookie cutter, hope. cookie cutter, perfect um, boy band. It is easier. It is easier for people to do. And then talking about specifically in drag culture, like you, you have people like even Divine, who was recording disco music, who mm-hmm. kind of opened the door for RuPaul to go in and record disco music, mm-hmm. you know, and RuPaul does this, does these like fun dance tracks. And so every drag queen looks to RuPaul as the standard bearer for, you know, what to Perfection. put out. Yeah, yeah. And so everybody just follows that path. And so we've, we've gone down this road now where everybody's like, well, I'm a drag queen. I want to be successful. So I got to get on RuPaul's Drag Race and I got to put out an album. Mm-hmm. And like, there's no artistry be- mm-hmm. or thought beyond that. Yeah. And so, you know, I really wanted to create an album that was refreshing. That was the number one thing. Well, I think you, I you've, to. you've definitely done that. And I, I going back to what you said, you know, on the whole Bette Midler thing, I remember also, too, when um, Christina Aguilera started recording with uh, Linda Perry. Linda Perry mm-hmm. told her that same thing, is that you don't need to be perfect. Your imperfections is what's going to be create the emotion for this album so but we're going to take a quick break break mimi mimi and we're going to come back and we're going to talk more specific about some of the tracks on this album sure. okay we'll be right back after this message back with mimi i'm first You're listening to the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn. Please help us grow. Tell your friends to tune in to Progressive Voices. Find out more at ProgressiveVoices.com. Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? (laughs) Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. As a unified team of the best fertility specialists, guided by the highest ethical standards, Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say I do, especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life. A special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW. When asked, 90% of seniors say they want to remain in their own homes as they age. Hello, I'm Charles Symes, owner of Allegra Home Care. Our caregivers have been serving seniors and the aging community for over 20 years. Allegra Home Care is the only Bay Area home care agency that is LGTB certified. Helping LGTB seniors stay at home is our passion. Please visit us at www.ale. G-R-E-C-A-R-E dot com. Allegra Home Care, serving your community. 
Hello, hello. We're back. We're back. Thank you for staying with us. If you just joined us, we, you joined us. It's everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar. And we are the weekly Sunday segment of the Michelle Meow Show. And so we love being here for an hour every Sunday. Uh, you've joined us in the middle of our conversation with a uh, drag queen legend, Mimi, I'm first, a, 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 a former, well, she, you're always a Rue girl, I guess, but, you know, was on season three of RuPaul's Drag Race and has just put out her uh, debut full album, The Fire. And so we're talking to her about that. Mimi, this, uh, you've done a lot of off-Broadway work, you know, both theatrically, musically, all, all that stuff. And in this album, it definitely tells a story. I mean, this album, the concept seems to really been well thought out. There's a story going on in this and um you know i when i listened to it the first time i listened to it my whole thought came that this was going to be like a rock opera type of thing and um how did you, the concept how did you come about the concept did you actually have an idea of what you were gonna and then wrote according to that or just kind of developed that way um it just kind of developed that way honestly mm -hmm. um the album had a different title at one point and the song were kind of going in one direction. And then um, the title of the track, The Fire, happened. Mm -hmm. And it became really clear to me that that would be the title track on the album. Mm -hmm. And when that happened, I started thinking about the, what else I wanted on the album in terms of fire as a concept. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it, it uh, for me, you know, I think of fire as a transformative medium mm -hmm. in that as an element, um, you know, fire heats things up, fire can burn things, it can harden you. Um, it's also a really great metaphor for taking risks mm -hmm. and a metaphor Getting for, <laughs> um, yeah, like, just, like the adventures we have to go through in life, mm -hmm. you know, and you know, I, so there definitely is a concept to the album. Yeah. Um, and it definitely is about the concept of transformation. Yeah. Well, what I like, and that's, that, uh, that leads me to talk about my favorite song on the album, which is When, when I Come Home. And, and I don't know if it's my favorite, just because we probably all, many of us have been through some shit like that, but... <laughs> But, you know, like, boy, where you at? You ain't home? When you come home, I ain't going to be here. So how's that? You know, that type of thing. But but what I like, the emotion that you bring to it in your voice is just stirring, honey. I just, like, um, I actually was listening to it again on the way here to the studio. And I was like, you, you kind of have to hold back a little bit of your own personal emotion listening to you sing. And um, tell me a little bit about that song, uh, what it means to you personally. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the when I come home, I think we've all been there at a time in a relationship where it changes mm -hmm. all of a sudden. And it's not the relationship that you started in. And you have to make it for yourself the choice of, are you going to stay in this thing that's not working or are you going to be the person in power to release yourself from the relationship? I think that sometimes we feel like we need that other half to complete us. And so we stay in situations mm -hmm. or, and relationships that are not, you know, the healthiest for us. Mm -hmm. And, 
know, this is about, the song is about a person letting themselves go and in doing so, releasing the other person. And it, it, they, in some ways, giving them permission to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the song is from the perspective of a, of a person who uh, their lover uh, is straying some. And, uh, you know, the, the lyric that always haunts me the most in it is another anniversary dinner. Uh, only penciled in. Right, right. And it's like, oh my God, I'm in this relationship with this person. I don't even know if we're going to still be together to have that anniversary. <laughs> right. And, you know, just like, the, just like this, this song is literally just me and an acoustic guitar. And there's mm. nothing else. Yeah. You know? And, that, and, and that's what I love about it because I... L- it's, it's like, you know, when sometimes you go to, like, particularly, I can, I'm just going to throw out Lady Gaga because I like when I listen to her in concert when she does strip down some of her her bigger hit songs and does them, you know, Prince does that too, where he'll just strip them down and do, do them to, you know, the, the guitar. He's sitting there with the, with his guitar and, and playing the song. And you just kind of like, Oh my, that's stuff I missed in the original recording, you know, because I didn't hear all of that emotion, but you get to hear it when it's just the singer and a guitar. You get to there's hear nowhere, all that. There's nowhere to hide. Yeah. Oh, and, there's no, but you, you, I mean, I'm not, I'm not kissing your behind on this. That song really resonates and um, it, it's due to how you sing it and in, in, in your voice. And, you know, there's even that, there's that grit in some of the, the, the vocals there that, you know, to me always relates to strong re- emotion, you know, and it, it's there. I just have to give you kudos on that song. It, it really is a great song. I, and I hope you do think about releasing that as one of your singles from, from the album because it's real. I think a lot of people will gravitate to it just because, you know, it's kind of like that rock version of maybe an Adele song. You know what I mean? It's kind of got yeah, that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you know. So I, I really want to give you kudos for that track in particular. But totally. every, every song is on there. I, I'm, you know, good job, good job. Well, you know, it's like we kind of hit upon it uh, earlier about some of the the music or how some drag queens kind of think of the stuff they should be putting out based on a standard they believe that's out there and uh, and this of course is different from a lot of that but I love that it gives some other queens who this is where they really are rooted and they're afraid to do it because it's not fitting into this other you know standard that they believe is out there and I'm glad that you've, you've taken that leap and put the not just three songs or four songs of an EP. You put a full album out, and I, I'm expecting that people are responding to it really well. I'm sure, and um, and good for you. Good for you. Yeah, I've been very happy with the response, and um, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there who, you know, are gay or fans of drag who like rock music, mm-hmm. and there's you know, this is in some ways for those people. Um, it's mostly for me and you know, <laughs> a lot of, it's a lot of, uh, I felt like I needed to do it. You know, I felt like I needed to say something with this record. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was important to me to take my time in recording it and making sure that each song. Well, how long did it take you to record the whole album? Um, a lot, uh, God, the first song we ever recorded on the album was numb. Okay. That yeah. was recorded. Oh God! Almost, almost. I would say, close to two years ago. Okay. Two, or probably, probably a year, a year and a half, a year and three quarters. Mm-hmm. That we did that first. It was literally the starting off point, and um, you know, then went from there. Yeah. Um, last year was such, I was I was intending to release this album a lot earlier, 
but uh, if if anyone follows what I was doing last year, we I was directing Divine Intervention, mm-hmm. which kind of blew up and is still continuing to blow up uh, behind the scenes. And that consumed a lot of my year last year. So I just got behind on recording it. But I was also never in a rush to release it. Yeah. And that was super important to me. I could have just banged this out, mm-hmm. you know. I, but I wanted to make sure that every song could stand on its own and every song could be a single. That sounds like Michael Jackson. <laughs> you, know, that, you know, that was his whole thing. Is like every song he felt that he recorded had to have been could easily be you know a top a number one song. Is otherwise it didn't hit the album. You know, it had to be stand on its own and be by itself. And of course, yeah. most of his music was definitely like that for him. So, um, yeah. well, now you're also now on tour now with um, a shitload of of queens. Oh my god, that's a bus I want to be a fly on, honey. Um, um, yeah, so, t- so what's, what's the tour and everything, and, and where have you been, and where are you going? Yeah, the tour is called the Divas of Drag Tour. We're actually at the halfway point in the mm-hmm. tour. Um, so this is, the, this is the point in which everybody is starting to feel it. Getting on each other's um, nerves. <laughs> no, and, and honestly, uh-huh. not happening. Oh, wow. I, mean, like, I think it's so funny because half of all of this has been everybody going, oh, my God, I can't believe you're taking all these girls on this bus, mm-hmm. and that is going to be so much drama. And all this and all that. And I can tell you that when I put this group together, I made sure that I had folks who uh, were talented. But I also didn't want anyone who was going to be a problem. Like, yeah. There, there's none of that on this tour. Yeah, leave the diva at the door type of thing right now. Because <laughs> yeah, only one, only, one, only one of those so far. Uh-huh. But um, it was, it's been dealt with. <laughs> um, Did you, you know, pick her up, girl? Did you pick her up? <laughs> I could. I certainly could. Um, so, but it's been, it's been such a dream come true to do, to do this tour. Um, you know, we're doing this, you know, they're, we're doing this without the support of a major network. We're doing this, you know, without, uh, you know, free commercials being aired during episode of RuPaul's Drag mm-hmm, Race. Mm-hmm. We're doing this, you know, without all RuPaul girls. It's such a great mixture. Yeah, I, doing, I, I love it. You know, we're really trying to create ownership in our communities that we come to. So, you know, we didn't want to just be like the tour that comes through and here's all the girls and here we are and like come see our show. Thank you. Goodbye. We really wanted to create opportunities also for the talent who live in the communities that we're coming to perform and to come and be in the show with us. Great. So we're incorporating talent who live locally. The local talent. Yeah. Um, That's great. Yeah, you know, that is um, so great. Love it's that. Been such, it's been so wonderful, and, and the show is so diverse. You know, you're going to get some dancing, you're going to get some live singing, you're going to get some comedy, you're going to get some fierceness. So it's just been amazing. It's just been really great. So we're actually in we're actually in Charlotte, North Carolina, right now. Oh, um, oh, Lord, have mercy. Yes. Good yeah, Lord. It, 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 yeah. It, of course, that's all going. If that's all going on, right? We're all sitting here, being like, okay, what do we do with this situation? Right. Um, I think it's great though that you guys were there during this time. Hello. Okay. Yeah, if Wells Fargo can put the trans colors on their building. Damn it! You can have a shitload of drag queens come in and do a show. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah, so. Well, thank you so much for taking the time away from that all all of that to um, join us on the show here, and yeah, no we can get we can you can get the album on all the um, uh, music um, outlets online, uh, yeah. iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, all of that. Actually, I think you're 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 charting on the on the Spotify. That's I mean, it's doing really well there. So um, you guys oh, all, I didn't even know that. I, yeah, I was watching the new releases, and you were pretty you you had a good little placing up there. But anyway, people, you guys go out there and and, and stream this mess, okay? And stream and stream the fire by Mimi. I'm first. Buy it. Do it all. Let your friends hear it. It's really worth the money and the listen. Thank you so much, Mimi. And we're going to take another quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to be joined by Latrice Royale. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Courtney Ziegler, and I'm the founder of TransHack, which is an organization focused on creating technology for the trans community and visibility for trans technologists and entrepreneurs. Tech is like the new industrial revolution. There's so many opportunities for wealth building and wealth creation. It's perfect for the trans community, which experiences strong amounts of unemployment um, and low wages. TransHack um, provides an opportunity for trans individuals to take advantage of the wealth creation that the tech industry provides. Um, it's a space in which people who are in charge of innovation and development, all these awesome things that we are able to use through technology, are paid really well for that. And so I think that trans people should definitely have their hand in, in that space and creating that. And so TransHack provides that opportunity. I got my first computer when I was 15 years old in the 90s, and it changed my world ever since then. And I went on to become an independent filmmaker who had to uh, not only write direct my own films, but also was kind of doing the technical stuff behind it, which is the editing and the capturing and all those things. I've always had this kind of tech-based background. I'm just very curious about a lot of things and just very fascinated about things that I don't know um, and things that can make me a better person. All of that motivates me. I'm just like, what else can I know? What else can I do? What else can I learn? Success to me means a number of things. I think right now in my life personally, it means waking up every day and feeling proud of the work that I'm doing and proud of myself. Just know what you want to get out of any particular industry. Um, it's not an industry that's 100% inclusive in the ways that it should be, in the ways that it's progressing towards, of all types of people in, in terms of creating the tech and the industry itself, building its infrastructure. Um, but that's also exciting in the fact that like um, people like me have a lot of room to change a lot of things and a lot of precedent to set so um, and that is the, the epitome of success spotlight on success and achievement is brought to you by Wells Fargo together we'll go far
Here's to life Here's to love Here's I just wet myself. That is beautiful. For those of you out there, that is Latrice Royale singing the um, title track from her brand new EP, Here's to Life. And I think I have Latrice on the phone. You do. Oh, hey, sister now. Okay, I'm I I I'm bowing. I'm on my knees. I am I'm giving you this album is off the chain. I have never had like two phenomenal artists on the on the same show where I am just like all giddy like a little schoolgirl because this I am just so proud of these products that both you and Mimi have put out and this in particular oh, only be especially because this is a live recorded album. You sing and the music is live and, it and, is. and it's phenomenal girl. You have, you have done it. You have well, done it. I, 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 I don't even know what to ask you now. I'm just like, let's play some more music. You know? <laughs> I, I think, you know, because people have listened to some of your other stuff, of course, your parody type of songs, you know, wait in particular was a real, was right. a real good one. And then you come and hit us with these standards, like, you know, like you've been doing this for, you know, 40 years, which you probably have I been, know, right? <laughs> but we didn't know, we didn't know all this kind of stuff. What was no. going, you know, what was going on, you know, over the last couple of years where you just kind of said, you know what, I'm going to, you know, leave some of this parody stuff behind and I'm going to put out some stuff that, well, you know, <laughs> that really matters. Really yeah. Really well, matters. not even matters, but it's just like, this is like really shows a whole different type of talent. You know what I mean? It's like, it it, it's one thing to be a comedic person and, and, and do that, which, you know, you do that extremely well, but this is a, this is, you know, I, this is good. This is so good. I just can't, <laughs> you know, so what was going on in, you know, uh, I, cause your, your boyfriend is the one who's playing the piano, correct? Yeah. Yeah. That's very correct. So, so mm -hmm. y'all must've been sitting around somewhere just like shooting something like, you know what? We should do a, like a live standards album. You know what was going on? <laughs> no, it really did happen just really kind of organically. And, um, he was tinkering on the piano. I was cooking dinner in the kitchen. He was playing summertime and, um, he was playing the, you know, original Gershwin Kathleen battle, uh, rendition, but I got a big old deep voice, so I was just chiming in in my 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 range, and he was like, "You know, you got something here," and I didn't give it a second thought. And um, we do the drag stars at Sea Cruise with Alan Chuck every mm -hmm. year, mm -hmm. and then the girls have specialty shows there, so I got a chance to see kind of like what they were doing, and I was like, "Well." it kind of motivated me to kind of do something and tell my story and do something a little different. And so we started developing um, my own one-woman show. Mm -hmm. And I started picking music. And Here's to Life was like the, the first song that I ever wanted to tackle and sing live. And because I connected it so well with it, mm -hmm. um, uh, 
particularly with the Shirley Horn version. Yeah. And um, and then, you know, as it just started developing, Mimi is um, the technical director and um, uh, on the ship for mm-hmm. the, the cruises. And so, so she saw the show and came to me after. She's like, you know what? I'm not moved. <laughs> she's, she's, she's soulless. Uh-huh. But she's like, I'm not easily moved, but like, you got something and I want to help you. Like, I want to, I want to help you develop this and, 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 and get this to a different level. Cause I can see where you're going. Mm-hmm. And so she, you know, got involved and, um, we took out, it used to be a mix of lip syncing and live singing because I wasn't comfortable. I'm just a baby beginner. Um, you know, I sang in a choir, but I've never like done your solo thing. Cause, Cause this oh, is just you, honey, oh my, you and some oh keys. It's just you and some keys. That's all it is on this. And it, this, but, but people also need to watch the video, um, the music video, because it is just that it's just you, the camera and the keys, and I don't know, there's just something magnetic about, you, you just get this whole feeling of watching you in, in a different light, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you're elegant, you look very elegant in it, and it does take you back into a day, I mean, I I, I, I envision you know, you back in the day of like the cotton club days, and yes! and, 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 and in the club, you know, and there's this this young man in the front row that you just like. I'm I'm singing to you, boo. I'm singing to you, and I can just see this. And I hope that you know you kind of as you, you know, I hope you do a video for each one of these songs on here because there's six right. great songs on there, and I can just see a story being told with you, the camera. And the keys and this imaginary person that we're, we're we have in our wow. head, you know, it's just like That's this it. is really, really, really good. I'm I'm I gotta t- go pay some bills, girl. So I'm gonna take a little quick break, but I'm gonna okay, come back okay. and we gonna go deep. We gonna go deep in this in this okay. album, okay? We'll be right back okay. with Latrice after this message. You're listening to the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn. Please help us grow. Tell your friends to tune in to Progressive Voices. Find out more at ProgressiveVoices.com. Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? (laughs) Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. As a unified team of the best fertility specialists, guided by the highest ethical standards, Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say I do, especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life. A special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW. When asked, 90% of seniors say they want to remain in their own homes as they age. Hello, I'm Charles Symes, owner of Allegra Home Care. 
Our caregivers have been serving seniors and the aging community for over 20 years. Allegra Home Care is the only Bay Area home care agency that is LGTB certified. Helping LGTB seniors stay at home is our passion. Please visit us at www.alegrecare.com. Allegra Home Care, serving your community. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for staying with us. And if you are catching our last few minutes here on on the show, it is it's everything with me, your hostess, BB Sweet Brian. We are the weekly Sunday segment of the Michelle Meow Show here at noon PST time every Sunday. And um, I am joined here with Latrice Royale, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race alum from season four. And girl, ever since you kind of hit the scene on RuPaul's Drag Race, you would have been one that has kind of broken, I guess, for those who have um, uh, followed drag a lot or, or new people to drag on what they may have envisioned uh, a drag performer to be, look like, sound like, you know, uh, act like, that type of thing. You've always kind of been uh, set a different standard or a different, uh, giving people a different look you know, a different thing to look at when they're t- talking mm-hmm. in their mind mm-hmm. about drag. And and I've always, you know, I, I'm a type of person who always acknowledges that. And I, being a queen, um, you know, I have a different look that might set into kind of the old school, you know, glam type of thing. But I'm always been one that I like to, I like to, I seem to gravitate to things that I can't do um, and appreciate oh, the things that I can't do as opposed to always applauding things that I already know how to do. You know what I mean? It's like, so I admire, you know, people who like, God, I, I wish I could be that or do that because it's something that's not in my repertoire to do. And, and I can say that about you. And this also leads me to say, you have decided to not even try and do something different with your voice. You are, this is my voice. This is my yeah. this is my bass baritone hitting you, and I'm gonna do these songs, and I'm just gonna tell you that you don't lose anything because sometimes when I hear queens sing and they have their lower voices, I it kind of I lose the illusion sometimes if you know what I mean. Right, I, but, I do. But when I looked at this video and saw you, I did not. I did not lose. I didn't. You know, say this is, you know, there's Timothy up there. I didn't say that. I said, (laughs) I said, Latrice is rocking these standards. That's what I said. And I, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know. And so I guess my question to you is like, um, did you have any thought that people would look kind of lose like the, 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 uh, the illusion with your, your, your voice? Or did you think, I know that people are going to see this authentic me and I'm giving it to them and I, I'm not going to lose anything at all. They're going to see Latrice and they are going to hear it as Latrice. Um, that was my biggest concern because I, like you, feel the same way when I look at a queen singing mm-hmm. live and I see the beautiful paint job and hair and makeup and then I hear, oh, 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 oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> the illusion is killed. Uh-huh. Elvis has left the building, Super has left the model, but um, in this 
um, instance, I um, was only concerned for a hot brief second, but then I realized that by me presenting it as my authentic self and saying, hey, look, this is my voice. I'm not trying to be um, Britney Spears or Aretha uh, Franklin or Patti LaBelle. I'm not trying to be all that. I'm, I am me, and I am telling you my life and my story, and I'm sharing this with you and hope that you all get it and just receive it. Don't have any preconceived notions. Just be in the moment. And mm-hmm. that's what I say in my show. You know, don't come in with expectations because, you know, that's what you leads to disappointment. But mm-hmm. if you come in and you just open to receive whatever's going to be given to you, it's going to hit you. So, well, I, I, I think, I'm, but I think that's the whole thing. Like you said, the authenticity about your story. It would be weird, I think, for us to listen to something about your life. And it's like, well, that ain't her voice. She don't be sounding like right. that when I hear her. Right. Talk. Yeah, you right. know what's going on? So, so I can't believe the words are coming out your mouth if you ain't. And I just want, you know, it has to be earnest. It has to be earnest. Mm-hmm. It has to be. Yeah, you know, completely. so so how did you go about finding or selecting these six songs? You know, um, I'm I'm because it sounds to me like you're you you studied not I mean you studied the people that are you know um, behind these music. I, this is your genre of music. I can tell. I can. T- you're very yeah, comfortable I'm, doing I'm, this. And um, my element. I feel. Yeah. So I mean, you probably had a wealth of of material that you could have chosen. Why these six songs? Well, these six songs in particular was like you know they. When I was selecting music for the one woman show, mm-hmm. um, the, 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 my one woman show is interwoven with storytelling and song. So they have to connect the dots. Mm-hmm. You have to go on a journey. And these songs really lined up with what my story was trying to say and what my heart was trying to say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so um, it just kind of like, it, it, it kind of go hand in hand and it just ties it all in. And um, I come from, you know, a very um, uh, religious background where I sing in the church all the time. Jazz was a part of my, um, my mom listened to jazz all the time around the house. So the ladies, Ella and, mm-hmm. and, and Shirley Horn and, and, and Nina Simone was always mm-hmm. playing around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like I grew up with these women, not fully understanding the struggle and what they were singing about until mm-hmm. I got older and it now has resonated and I feel like looking back over everything that I've gone through this is what it's about yeah this is about. life is a journey and it's like you have to find acceptance within yourself first love yourself first and then you can express it and, 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 and let that all out into the rest of the universe. Well, you, you, you know, have to start within. That's, what, you know, that's one thing about you as a, as a person as well as a character, you know, Latrice as a character, is that you have, and I'm sure you know this, but if you don't, then I'm going to tell you, that, <laughs> that you, have, you have touched so many young people out there who have struggled with being imperfect, trying to fit in a perfect world or an environment, and Mm -hmm. being afraid that their imperfection was going to uh, not allow them to succeed. And you have shown so many people out there, young um, LGBT youth and non-LGBT youth, that you can... You can own that imperfection, and by owning that imperfection, you can learn how to ad- make it adapt into that perfect world that you think is out there. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. And you've shown that. You've been able to show people that it's okay to maybe have had some difficult struggles, some some bad times where you weren't in the, the brightest light that you would have liked to be. Right. You can right. you can do something about that and look at that and change and, and and grow from that. And you've shown that to so many people. And I think with it it's even you can hear it in the in this music. You can hear it in this music. I think so many not just this music is, is not set for the ears of the 22-year-old because this it's is not, not a, but not. But I bet you, I'm going to put some money on this. Go to Vegas, girl. Put some money on this because I bet you, you are going to reach people who are in that age group that you don't think you are with this music because it's the way this music is, is sung and the way that they're still going to be able to relate to it. This not be, this ain't no Britney Spears music. It ain't even Adele, but they are going right. to be able to relate to this girl. I'm telling you. Well, that's the goal. That's the goal. And it's hard. It's hard because, um, it's like a lost art. It's a lost genre, if you will. Um, a lot of our youth are not really familiar with these girls and these artists that I'm tackling and mm-hmm. taking on, and they don't have a clue. But um, it's going to like pique their interest, and they're going to want to find out a little bit more about it. Hopefully, um, after listening to um, listening to my album, you yeah, know. Yeah. So now you're 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 currently on the tour with the the divas of drag. I am. Uh huh. And yeah. that's going to be. You're only halfway through, so you've got some more. Some more. Yes, we do. Oh, Lord <laughs> have mercy. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you sounded like me. You're like, oh, yes, honey, we halfway through, but you know. We halfway through. Um, so, obviously, you've put your one-woman show is kind of on hold for the moment, I'm assuming. For the brief, a yeah. uh, brief, and I mean brief Okay. As soon as this is over, we're back in um, New York for uh, the Laura, Encore Day. Oh, okay, you, and you're going to be at the, uh, the Laura... Um, uh, yes, mm-hmm. honey, Probably you gotta be somebody to be up in there. I mean, you I gotta be somebody. Done. You gotta be somebody. I know somebody, but you got. <laughs> 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 but you, I saw that like May seventh or May May something, right? It's May May twelfth through the fifteenth. Right after Mother's right. Day week, you can come right. out there and mm-hmm. and come and join. That is phenomenal, honey. I'm going to tell all my. Well, you know, yeah, I ain't going to tell, but I'm going to make sure all my New York friends are up there doing their thing with you because <laughs> yes. that is something. Now, you just left, or you were here in San Francisco a few weeks ago, and you know, yes, yeah, just killing it. Yes. You know, and I was just really glad because you even like you were stripped out of makeup, girl. You were you took this to the you you were like character acting right on this, huh? I mean, for real, for real, for real, for real. For me to have to go there and look like that, you you uh, went you went to your whoopee roots, honey. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're like, I whoopee don't wear no eyeliner. I ain't wearing no eyeliner. No nothing. No lighter, no lashes, no eyebrows. Okay. <laughs> Just all face. <laughs> but you, I'm sure when when um when Peaches approached you about doing um the the show that you had to been like, oh honey, please yes, let's let's get this going. Oh, anytime Peaches Christ is involved in anything, sign me up. Sign <laughs> me up for real, for real. Uh-huh. Like that is the most brilliant. Wonderful, big-hearted. Oh, I, I cannot even gush enough oh. about Peaches because, like, the experience that I've had working with him um, 
twice now because oh, no, three times now. We've we've done three gigs together actually, and it's just been remarkable, more remarkable each time. And so, like, I know that our future um, of working together is not ended. Like, we have more things that we're going to do together. Great. And hopefully, us, Mr. Ack is going to go on the road next year. And oh, great! We're going to do that. Oh, yeah, great. Because, well, just congratulations wow. on everything. It's so great to see. Um, you know, we only get a few opportunities in life, and um, I just love it when I can see people grasping onto the few opportunities we have and making Amen. the most and making the most of them. And, and you're definitely doing that. And so, congratulations on this EP. Again, this is "Here's to Life" by Latrice Royale. You can get it on everything. Get it on everything. If it's if you got an yeah. app for it and it's got music on it, you can get it. Um, iTunes, Apple uh, Music, uh, Spotify. It's Amazon. everywhere. Amazon, honey, it is on my playlist. I, I, I just can't say enough about it. But I'm going to leave the show um, with another one, another uh, track from uh, the album. Also another one. I, I can't even say that I have a favorite because they're all good. Um, but Uh-oh. we're going to leave you with another one. And I just want to thank you for being on the show. I know you had to take some time out of this tour travel um, to be on the show with me. And, of course, I, you know, Mimi. And it was a great tie-in because, you know, Mimi helped uh, produce the album. So I was like, oh, my God, she this did. is going to be, like, awesome. so wonderful. A little, yeah. a, a little family awesome. thing going on here. But thank you again. And I want to thank the audience out there. Please go buy both of those um, albums and, and listen your, to your heart's desire. I will be back next. Sunday, me and my wonderful producer Kenny. But until then, here is um, we're gonna leave you with "I Am What I Am," and I love this song. Uh, Thank you, Latrice. Me too. Am what I am. I am my own special creation. Give me the hook or the ovation. It's my world that I want to have a little pride in. My world, and it's not a place you have to hide in. Life's not worth a damn Till you can say Hey world, I am what I am I am what I am I don't want praise, I don't want pity I bang my own drum Some think it's noise, I think it's pretty And so what if I love his feather and his spangle? Why not try to see things from a different angle? Your life is a sham Till you can shout out loud I am what I am